That's it. Bring it in. Almost there. Holding. Alright, you're ready to go. Hope you got a permit. We've just hooked you up with a big load of midweek XJ Talk Show. So whenever you're ready. Whenever you're ready. So tonight we have a, uh, a quite interesting guest, I think. Somebody unusual that we uh, type individual that we haven't had on here before. Um, a off-road wrecker uh, driver uh, has his own truck, goes out and, and recovers vehicles that get stuck on the trail. The gentleman's name is Eric. And uh, if you uh, have, may have seen him on YouTube, he has a YouTube channel. Uh, it's called The Recovery Team. Eric, thanks for joining us tonight. Well, thanks for having me, Tony. <laughs> and and if you can't tell, uh, at least you know I didn't I didn't double check this, but uh, I did look up the uh, the phone number. It's a, uh, a Wisconsin area code, and that certainly sounds like a Wisconsin accent. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it's kind of cold up there right now. It is a little bit cold up here, and we do have some snow on the ground. Ah, uh, man. I'm down here in Houston, so snow I would like. I, I, I'm, I'm sure everybody gets tired of it eventually, but I haven't seen snow since 1974. I'm, I'm from this area and, and have always been here, so uh, it would be fun. It would be a lot of fun, I think, uh, at least for us. So, Eric, tell us some stuff about yourself. How long have you been doing this? Well, I've been uh, doing the wrecker since uh, about 2008. Um, but I have been an avid off-roader um, ever since I could drive a vehicle. Well, this is a uh, this is a Jeep Cherokee uh, type podcast. Have you ever uh, had a Jeep or, or maybe even a Cherokee? Well, I did own a, a Grand Cherokee for a short period of time, but uh, I didn't uh, spend any time off-roading that one. It was a uh, daily driver. What do you uh, What do you normally off-road in? Well, I, I uh, have off-roaded in several different Jeeps uh, over the years, uh, everything from uh, uh, 1950 Willys <laughs> to uh, all the way up to an 03 uh, Rubicon. Now, didn't you feel uh, like there was some sort of, it was just wrong to be off-roading when a, in a Willy? I mean, you I, I'm assuming that this wasn't in 51 when you were doing it, so it wasn't new. <laughs> no, it wasn't a new <laughs> Willys. Uh, in fact, it was a... Uh, um, sorry, uh, it was a rather beat up Jeep to begin with. Um, uh, okay. so off-roading it, uh, you know, wasn't, uh, didn't, didn't feel like blasphemy. Okay, good. Well, I mean, no. a, <laughs> I mean, a Jeep is a Jeep and a Jeep is meant to go off-road, but gee whiz, a 51 Willie, that just had to be, uh, mm, that, uh, you know, I guess I didn't see it. So maybe, maybe it was, uh, was a good thing to take off-road, but that'd be a fun thing to have just, uh sit up and running running around town uh so to speak so, oh yes they're a lot of fun but uh the thing is is the old willies uh they were made for off-road and uh, of course they they really shine out there i'll tell you now uh you're not a record driver you just kind of do this out of the goodness of your heart going out and helping out on the trail is that correct that is correct uh i i, I am a mechanic uh, by profession um but I've, I've always uh, enjoyed helping other people out on the trail, kind of the pay-it-forward type thing. And uh, I just uh, decided to put together a record to uh, help people out as much as I can. 
Well, tell us about the truck that you're using and uh, how, how you went about making it four-wheel drive capable. Well, it, it was actually a, a uh, originally a four-wheel drive wrecker. Uh, it's a 1986 uh, K30 GMC 4x4. It was originally built as a, as a wrecker. Um, I bought it uh, as a used-up, uh, half-parted out uh, uh, vehicle. Uh, put it back together, modified it for off-road, and uh, been having fun with it ever since. What kind of engine you have in there? Uh, it's running a small block Chevrolet. Um, it's bore, uh, 350 that's bored out 60,000, so that makes it a 360 cubic inch, I believe. And uh, standard transmission? Uh, it's running a turbo 400 automatic transmission. Okay. I actually had an 83 uh, Chevy pickup, short wheelbase with a 350. Actually, no, it wasn't. It was a 305. <clears throat> and that transmission that was in my 83 was a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> actually, that 305 was kind of kind of a crap engine as well, as far as power goes. Yeah, they didn't have a whole, a whole lot of power in stock form. Yeah, the uh, the the truck was damn nice. Uh, just <laughs> just getting it going. I had uh, thirty six uh, inch tires on that one, so uh, that was my four my first four wheel drive. I got that whenever uh, I was uh, oh gosh, I guess around twenty five, twenty four, twenty five years old. I had a blast with that truck. Uh huh. But anyway, so the the Chevys bring back uh, some old uh, uh, some old memories uh, for me. Uh, yep, <laughs> I understand. So, uh, now how did this, this record off-road thing come about? I mean, I know people get stuck. I know people get, uh, have, uh, uh, trail damage and sometimes you, you can't repair it or you don't want to repair, repair it on the trail. How did this come about where you were uh, taking your, uh, off-road, uh, uh, wrecker and, uh, helping people out of spots? Well, it, it started out, uh, the four-wheel drive club that I belong to holds a, a large event in Dresser, Wisconsin every year. A Memorial Weekend, and we typically have up to a thousand trail ride rigs uh, out on a nine-mile trail system at a time, and that creates a lot of traffic jams uh, when they break down or get stuck. So the uh, wrecker idea uh, helps uh, alleviate some of the traffic problems in the woods during that event. You know, I was thinking that. Uh that would be like a, a, a badge of shame uh, almost if uh, you got stuck or you broke something and uh, uh, the wrecker, the four-wheel drive wrecker showed up there to try to get you out of the way. Uh, I figured you'd be the, the you know, like maybe not the worst enemy, but like, oh, man, I'm going to get this incessant teasing after this. And then and now hearing about a, a, an event with a thousand, uh, a thousand vehicles off-road, I imagine you're more of a savior. Oh, thank God you're here. I was getting ready to get killed. <laughs> Yeah, it, it uh, does turn out to be uh, a little bit of a hero thing. Uh, people are glad when we show up when they need us. Um, but by the same token, they don't seem to like us hanging around. Uh, uh, kind of. Sometimes they get the impression that we're vultures. I, I was just thinking vulture, and as I, I was also thinking like a bad omen. Like, what? Do you, hey, man, <laughs> drive away. I don't need you. I'll call you if I do, but I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is there is a little bit of that. He's looking at me. It's, that's like that would be a bad thing if death was hanging out. You know, hey man, I'm not ready to die yet. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
Well, you sound like you have a great sense of humor about things, so I'm sure that it's nothing personal. It's probably just the the whole uh, bad mojo of uh, the the four wheel drive wrecker. Now I was yeah. <laughs> now I was I was looking at your uh, your one of your YouTube videos, and I saw the the poor unfortunate uh, chap that uh, lost a wheel off his uh, Jeep Cherokee, and uh, you had to tow him out. My gosh, that was some uh, that was some pretty good driving around. Uh, uh, well, I guess it wouldn't have been so hard if you just uh, 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 dragged that Jeep across the tree you were trying to go around, but there was uh, quite a bit of turning. So I guess it's kind of hard uh, going off-road with a, uh, oh gosh, what it would be, about 15-foot-long trailer at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, it is It is a lot like off-roading with a trailer. Um, and maneuverability gets to be the biggest uh, obstacle that we deal with when we have one on the hook. Now, have you had any issues with any of the people uh, that you've uh, that you've towed? Uh, I know that uh, one of the things that a lot of people worry about is liability, and sometimes uh, damage can happen um, during the 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 towing out that really didn't happen <laughs> during the towing out. <laughs> that that can happen. Um, we we try our hardest not to uh, let any of that happen, but um, most of the people are in a situation where. Uh, they just want to get it out of the woods, and and they uh, they see the wrecker, and they decide that that's probably the safest way to get it out of the woods without any further damage. Sure. So you really haven't had any issue with people uh, coming back on you and trying to make claims that uh, were false. No, no, I haven't. Excellent. That's great to hear. I was trying to trying to beat around the bush on that one. Figured I'd just come out directly and uh, and say it. Yeah. I mean, you know, when when you're dealing with a thousand a thousand people off road, there's a, a certain percentage of uh, that that you would think that was going to happen. Uh, so that's great to hear, uh, and I'm really happy to hear that that doesn't happen. Now, you do you have them do waivers or anything before uh, before you tell them? Well, we don't do any actual paperwork, but I I, I do uh, um, you know I do give them the option. I I don't uh, say that this is the way we have to get it out of here. You know, I, I give them the option and let them decide on whether or not they want my help. Well, you're not there in any kind of official capacity. You're just there to help. That is correct. Okay. So you're not there by the uh, the, the park owner or the trail service or whatever. You're just, uh, you're off-road just like everybody else is. And, hey, I can help you if you like. That's uh, That's really good. So, does anything come to mind? A uh, an interesting uh, situation, off road situation, like uh, I don't know, naked women, uh, UFOs. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't seen any UFOs out there. Oh, this, um, this is promising. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I I don't remember any specifically naked women. Oh, um, you know, we can we can always we can always hope. <laughs> well, yes, we all we all do, don't we? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have uh, we have seen a few uh, a few out there. Uh, well, maybe kind of mud wrestling a little bit. Ah, yes, that's always a little entertaining. <laughs> Any particularly tough toes? How did you? Uh, I know. How did you get started videotaping this stuff? Well, um, actually. Uh, the the idea of videotaping it uh, was in hopes that uh, that eventually we could uh, evolve into maybe uh, some sort of cable TV or reality show. Interesting. Yeah, I guess that's why. Because uh, I remember one of the videos I saw that 
I think it was a lady that had the uh, had the camera was asking uh, the the guy's name. I think he was in a Toyota pickup. I don't know how old some of these are. I didn't even look at the dates of them. But uh, he was trying to get his name, and uh, poor guy just looked like he wanted to uh, uh, go through the shame of getting his uh, his <laughs> vehicle back out <laughs> and and on the trailer or or back home. Yes, usually by uh, by the time that the uh, that they need the director's help or or, or that they're uh, you know pretty pretty frustrated with their their vehicle and the situation, and they just want to get out of the woods. <laughs> now, uh, how often do you put videos up? Well, I, I try and post a video every couple of weeks. Um, most of my footage is taken over the summertime, um, but it does take me time to go through it and edit. Oh, yes. Um, yes, editing is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> and and then, of course, you know, I, I want to try and keep my, my channel active, uh, you know, throughout the course of the year. Um, and there isn't as many winter runs as there is summer runs. So we try and... Uh, we kind of build up the footage a little bit so we can make it last throughout the year. Well, you could literally be a lifesaver uh, on uh, getting somebody uh, uh, out of the woods or off the trails during the wintertime. <laughs> yeah, during the wintertime, it's, uh, you, you can run into a situation where, where it, it could be very dangerous being out there at night. Um, so it, it, it does help having the wrecker around uh, on some of the winter runs. Now, is there any? Do you not? Uh, do you not go out there and tow uh, during the winter, or do you just prefer not to? Or, or I guess, is there a time and a place that you won't, where you won't go? Um, I haven't run into any yet, um, but again, like I say, I just I, I travel to off specifically to off road events, um, and there aren't near as many winter uh, events or winter runs. Oh, okay. Uh, in this part of the woods as there are in the summer. So you're not in, a, in any kind of on-call situation, other than I guess with uh, certain people that you're you're friendly with, and they know you have the uh, they know you have the record. I guess maybe they might call you. Do you ever get called out for uh, uh, to to do a recovery? Um, only on one uh, so far, and and that was uh, uh, one of my my team members and one of the uh, gentlemen, Mike, that helps me out. Uh, he had a friend of a friend. Uh, who had one stuck in their uh, in their backyard? Um, had been there for a couple of weeks in the mud or in a swamp, and uh, they couldn't get it out any other way. So they finally asked if I could bring the wrecker over and, and get it out for them. So I did. I, I would assume one of the the worst things about doing the the wrecker thing is uh, hooking stuff up. I, it's like that Jeep video that I watched. Uh, the, since it didn't have a uh, a wheel on one side it was really really low and uh, i think you had to stick a, a big block of wood underneath it to uh support it so that you could get the uh, i forget what you called the the back end of the wrecker that part that lifts the the vehicles the the boom yeah the, the boom yeah uh, and the, to get and the, the boom uh, under it. sling the to sling. Get the sling underneath it sling that's what it was cuz i remember this uh, as you were coming out of there the sling was sliding off to one side because of all the twists and turns and the terrain yeah, that is a, a little bit of an issue when we're off-road, that the vehicle does slide around on the sling a little bit, so we have to keep a real close eye on it uh, as we're as we're going through the trail to make sure that uh, that it stays on there. Now, do you have a helper? Uh, I know I noticed uh, the, well, the some of the questions that were being asked on the video sounded like a woman, but do you normally take a, uh, a helper out there to help keep an eye on the vehicles while you're pulling them out? 
Oh, yes. I, I, I usually do have uh, at least one helper with me. Um, and then I, I, for the videos, I usually have a couple of camera people with me also. Oh, man, that's a, <clears throat> that's a sweet deal. Um, how did you get these people involved? Did you threaten them, or uh, they, are they willing participants? No, they're pretty much willing participants. Uh, they, they seem to enjoy it as much as I do. <laughs> well, uh, I'm sure it's interesting. I'm sure, and it gives you know the neat thing about having a camera. Y- if you're as shy about talking to people at all, you kind of have this purpose. You have the camera that you can stick in their face and ask them questions. And and sometimes, if you're like me, you can even be a, more obnoxious than normal. So it can kind of be a, a freeing experience. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, I can. <laughs> Do you get people that uh, just don't want to be videotaped at all? Uh, we have had a couple that uh, that were pretty shy at first, um, but uh, it, in the time that it takes to uh, you know get the get the vehicle in stock or out or or whatever the case is, uh, they seem to warm up to the idea uh, by the time we uh, by the time we get done. What uh, what video cameras do you use? Are they the same kind or, or different kinds? Um, no, actually, we have a couple different ones. Uh, we have uh, we have a so- uh, Sony HD uh, handheld camcorder, and uh, I also recently uh, last year got one of the uh, GoPro Hero Twos. Oh, okay, yeah. So the GoPro is that something that you uh, that you have that you move around, or do you have it fixed on the vehicle, or it just really depends on on what you're shooting and uh, what what you're doing with it. Well, yeah, that is correct. I do have a few uh, uh, permanent mounts on the on the tow truck or places that I I can mount the uh, the GoPro on the tow truck. Um, but do we also take it off and use it as a handheld uh, on occasion? Well, this is um, great. You're really set up to you know you're trying to do big time uh, video on this. I I only watched a couple of a uh, couple of videos before I had to go off and do something else. And of course, I sent the the message to you trying to line up the interview. So I'll have to go and uh, have some more looks uh, at the videos that you have there. That was, uh, oh, gee, I, I, I lost it here on my screen. Uh, if people want to find you on YouTube, uh, it's a recovery team, right? Yeah, actually, a BSF recovery team. Yep, that's right. Uh, if, you, if you search that, you'll, you'll find all kinds of my videos. We'll put that up in the show notes. And actually, I'll, uh, I'll grab a video that, uh, that I like and stick it there on the, uh, on the page. Um, on the XJ Talk Show uh, page. Okay. That would be wonderful. Yep, yep. Anything we can do to uh, help, especially when it's uh, entertaining stuff. Now, uh, anyway, I'd asked you earlier about uh, any interesting stories, and uh, we kind of went off on a, a different uh, tangent. Is there, Does anything <laughs> Yeah, does anything come to mind? Well, I, I, I guess uh, um, trying to think here what, uh, you know, you referred to the one uh, – the one XJ um, that I did tow out that the the wheel fell off uh, or the axle shaft broke and the wheel came off of. Uh, okay. Um, oh, that's right. I bet you what I was seeing there. I thought the the actual uh, um, drum was still on there, which was confusing me. I guess that was really just mud and dirt packed into the uh, uh, the missing bits. But it, I thought the the lug nuts had broken off of it or something. No, I, I believe that one was uh, was actually the C cup. C-clip axle broke um, and came out, so the wheel came off, um, if I remember correctly. But, yes, there was a lot of sand packed into the brakes. Yeah. 
Was that a, do you recall if that was a Dana 35 or a Chrysler 8.25? I'm pretty sure that was a Dana 35. Yeah, it usually is. <laughs> when, <laughs> when that happens, it usually is. But uh, and it, yeah. <laughs> it didn't look like it was a, a, a built-up uh, Cherokee. It looked like a, a pretty much a stock Jeep. No, I, I believe it was a, a, a fairly stock Jeep with a little bit bigger, little lift and a little bit bigger tires on it. Okay, yeah, that's that's the, uh, and if I, if I remember correctly, the driver didn't look very old, so that was a dangerous combination. <laughs> that can be, yes. <laughs> that, and, uh, that and a little adrenaline and testosterone. <laughs> well, I mean, I should say with the Dana 35, now if he had had a, a Chrysler 8.25, he probably wouldn't have had any issues. Probably not. At least not that issue. Yeah. So you mentioned mud wrestling earlier. What what was the what was the uh, what was going on with mud wrestling and who was uh, who was involved in that? Was that a couple of girls or a guy and a girl or uh, well, if, if it's it, it, if it was two uh, guys, it, I don't want to hear about it. Couple couple of girls, and, and okay, usually good. what it is 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 the girls have a tendency to get a little bored uh, when the vehicle is stuck or broken, and we're and we're trying to recover it or something. So. Uh, the girls kind of have a tendency to uh, try and entertain themselves sometimes. God and if they're them. near a mud hole. <laughs> <laughs> kind of an impromptu wet t-shirt contest. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> so they just kind of went at it in the mud. That, that's uh, that's interesting. Well, it, it started out they were throwing mud at each other, but then it, uh, it escalated from there. Now, um... The uh, going back to the video of the uh, the guy that uh, broke down in the jeep, were you actually pulling him out and he was sitting in the driver's seat? Was he actually doing some steering uh, of the of that jeep to to help get around things? Well, uh, most of the time I I have him just uh, either hold the steering wheel straight. Um, usually because I don't uh, I don't want to rely on the uh, the locking pin for the for the steering. Uh, a lot of times off road. Um, an obst- obstacle or rock or something can actually shear that. So I usually like to have the driver in the vehicle holding the steering wheel straight. Occasionally we'll get into a situation where we actually need him to steer a little bit to help maneuver. So it could be a, <clears throat> it could be an either or, or situation, yeah. Well, again, going back to that video, so seeing how some of those trees you were trying to grow around, I thought, well, this is almost like a ladder truck with the, the guy in the back with the big wheel. He can steer the back of the fire truck that way. <laughs> Yeah, we we do try and do that on occasion. So, do you ever have to dolly one out uh, where you uh, it's it just so damaged that you have to uh, put dollies underneath the uh, all the the wheels that are touching the ground? I haven't had to do that yet. Um, there there is one video uh, of a vehicle that I had to tow out called the FKR Short Bus, which is actually, I believe, a forty one Chevrolet panel truck. Uh, that was up on uh, big uh, 44-inch uh, loggers. And he grenaded the transmission, and the transfer case was locked or unable to shift the transfer case into neutral and in the middle of a big, deep mud hole. So we had to, we had to, <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. If there was fire um, involved, it would be had, better. <laughs> what's that? If there was fire involved, it would be even better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we had to, we had to winch him out with all four tires locked up. Uh, but once we got it up out of the mud hole, uh, they were able to clean off uh, enough around the lockout hubs and get the the front hubs unlocked. 
so the front tires would roll, and then we just picked up the back end and now, uh now is your truck towed, towed them out. is your truck heavy enough to be able to to winch that thing out or did you have to hook on uh in the the front or the back however you were from, from whatever direction you were winching so that you'd have enough uh staying power <laughs> i've I've nearly drugged my jeep in the mud hole with them yeah that's uh, actually you're correct i I did actually anchor the front end of the wrecker to a tree. And even doing that, uh, I was a little nervous. I got to the point to where I was afraid I was going to pull my tow truck apart. Yeah. Uh, so then we used a snatch block um, on the on the short bus itself and strung the cable back to another tree, which divided the load between that tree and the racker. Ah, of course. That's a good idea. So, yeah, I imagine that was uh, very interesting. I bet, I bet you they were very grateful. Do you ever uh, get donations for your for your trouble? Oh yes, uh, quite often uh, um, uh, the operators or the vehicle owner will uh, will will give me a few dollars donation for the for the fuel I've used or or something like that. Good. Uh, I know uh, I know Jeep people and uh, I would assume off road people in general can be pretty cheap. I mean, if you're spending your money on on things that aren't parts, it's uh, it's almost a wasted. Uh, <laughs> It could be viewed as a wasted thing. <laughs> well, yes, when you're in off-roading, the money gets uh, gets burned up rather quickly. That's for sure. <laughs> Don't want to tell the wife I had to I had to spend fifty bucks because I got stuck. Oh man, I I just keep feeling really bad for that guy that exploded the transmission in a, in a mud hole. That's that's just a really bad place. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good because I could see. Um, uh, about 50 people with uh, uh, their four-wheel drives and their winches all talking about how they can get that thing out of there. So I imagine uh, having somebody that has some um, experience. Now, does that ever uh, happen where you have, uh, I guess, uh, too many chefs in the uh, in the kitchen where people are giving you too many ideas about how to do something you already know how to do? Well, actually, actually that happens quite often. Uh, uh just about everybody that's out there in the woods always has an idea on, on what would work the best. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they have nothing else to do because the trail's blocked. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> but we, uh, we try and, uh, we try and just, uh, you know, listen and, uh, say, well, that, that sounds good, but we're going to do it this way. Now there's your reality show. <laughs> Let's get everybody's opinion and do it completely different. <laughs> Okay, here's an idea for you. What you do is you go out there just like you always have, but with with the cameras. And when these people start, you know, you're getting ready to hook up, you're not paying attention to them. And whenever they're starting starting to give you ideas and stuff, you go, uh, you know, you pl- you bring up the music and you say, "Hey, you can be a contestant, <laughs> and we're going to let you pull this vehicle." <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and then you and then you videotape that. And if they if they make it, they get fifty bucks. If they don't, then you know. <laughs> They signed the waiver because you're going to put them on television or on YouTube and make fun of them. So just get your game show voice going, and you can make a. It would be it would be like the uh, any of those reality the the cab ta- uh, taxi cab shows or any of that stuff that uh, you know that there'd be so many people that would love that because there's always somebody with a suggestion, and yeah. it's like okay, go ahead, let's see you do it, and then make sure it, and then hold them to that suggestion. That's how they have to do it. That's how if they accomplish it that way, that's how they get the money. <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> Million dollar idea. You uh, you consider that a freebie for doing the interview? 
<laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, there's a, there was that one that happened. Anything, was there any time that you just uh, couldn't get a vehicle out? I, I haven't run into a situation yet where I've given up. Um, I did have a Ford Bronco this year uh, that uh, did require quite a lot of effort. Um, he was stuck in some really, really thick uh, um, sandy clay mud, and uh, we ended up actually using three snatch blocks and triple lining the cable uh, in order to wipe uh, him out. My God, I would start worrying about things uh, bending on the vehicle. Uh, I guess, I guess uh, placement is the is the big thing, and 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 what you're putting it on. I would assume that you go to to axles mainly. Um, actually, uh, uh, we try and use the tow points uh, that the vehicle has, uh, but we do take a good look at them when we do inspect them. Uh, you know, prior to uh, winching on them to make sure that uh, that they're going to hold up. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, if there is, I would assume if it's a big place, I guess everybody has tow points. But, uh, well, I, I don't think that Jeep that you pulled out, the Cherokee you pulled out, had any tow points on it, did it? Uh, the one that lost the wheel did. Um, there was one that I that I hooked on to uh, one time at an event, um, a Jeep event, uh, where they didn't require tow points on the vehicle. And he high-centered himself uh, on a log. Uh, so we did, uh, we did have to be a little careful with that one. Um, but I do carry, uh, I do carry the cluster hooks, uh, that normal wreckers would carry, excuse me, on the, on the wrecker. So I do, I do have the equipment to hook to other points or other places and, and still do a safe recovery. Well, you got quite a bit of investment in this. So, uh, that's, uh, that's really something. And, I don't know if we got it on the interview, but when we were talking uh, before the recording, uh, you did mention that this thing is not um, uh, roadworthy or uh, not legal to be on the road. Uh, no, it's it's not. Uh, it's strictly an off-road vehicle. So really, the only time you use this, I mean, even being a mechanic, you don't use this uh, to go pick up vehicles. You can't because that would be on the road. So th- this is really just an off-road thing. Uh, you being a good guy, uh, in other words. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> So, uh, well, it's not a bad idea to, to do the video recording. I've recently started uh, uh, doing some video recording myself, uh, just, just kind of a fun thing, a little dash cam that I picked up, and uh, my, uh, my uh, wheel bearing assembly uh, decided to go out uh, last uh, or Friday before last on my way home, my, my final day at work for a good week and a half. And uh, I got it stranded me, and uh, I was able to record that and uh, build a video from from it and a few other video sources that I that I had. So um, it's kind of interesting. Uh, sometimes it's fun to share the pain whenever you have a problem like that. Of course, in your situation, you're sharing other people's pain. Yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> Occasionally, the the wrecker runs into a little trouble too, and we do need a little help also. Well, I was going to ask that if you've ever gotten uh, got stuck out there and and uh, had to have some help yourself. Uh, yes, I have, actually. Uh, in fact, I do have one of my uh, uh, videos where, uh, uh, where the wrecker did get stuck, and, uh, and we had to winch ourselves out. Uh, and I do have another video where uh, we were doing some trail cleanup, and uh, the wrecker was stuck, and we enlisted the help of uh, another vehicle to pull us out. Uh, 
the first one actually broke a dry shaft trying, mm. and then the second one was able to get us out. So the one that broke the uh, the drive shaft, did you have to pull them off the trail? <laughs> oh, he, he he still had rear wheel drive. He broke the front drive shaft, so oh, okay. he, was, he was still able to drive out of the trail in, in rear wheel drive. Well, it was. Uh, well, that would be the other thing. Do you uh, have a lot of uh, equipment failures, uh, a lot of wear and tear? I would uh, assume that you would have some uh, quite a bit of maintenance to do on that uh, four wheel drive wrecker. Yeah, I do have quite a bit of maintenance. It uh, it uh, does take uh, uh, its toll on the equipment for sure. Um, the biggest thing is, is is washing it and keeping it clean, so we can uh, so we can keep an eye on everything and and hopefully. Uh, address any problems before we get stranded on the trail ourselves so when you're out there on the trail especially when there's a, a thousand vehicles at an event how are you contacted about uh, going out and uh, giving somebody a hand well the the specific event uh, addresser uh, we actually have it all set up to where we have uh, radio communications and uh, we actually have one guy that's dedicated to uh uh, dispatch um, myself uh, as a wrecker or a couple of the other club members that have wreckers uh, out to uh, areas of the trail where they need help. So that's done through the CB? Uh, we actually use FM uh, private rented radios. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, CBs kind of uh, could be a little noisy. And that was going to be my other question, if, if there was more than one wrecker. So uh, I would think in a big event like that, one wrecker would be... Uh, would be could be extremely busy um yes even uh um even when uh when we have uh most of the records up and running which are about uh, five or six uh it's still quite busy for us i bet well um so is there i know you're on youtube is there any other way uh people can contact you whether it's be facebook or, or twitter or is it just the youtube well, I do have a Facebook page. There is a, a BSF Recovery Team Facebook page, and, and uh, if they want to uh, uh, like that page, they can keep up with uh, some of the uh, stuff that I don't actually post on YouTube. Um, they can keep up with some of the personal stuff that's going on, um, maybe get a heads up on some of the events that I are heading to. And uh, on YouTube, it's, just, it's also... Uh uh, BSF uh, re- recovery team, correct? Correct, yes. And uh, obviously you can subscribe so you can keep up to date with uh, the videos. And uh, like Eric said, he comes out with uh, with things on a regular basis. I guess this time of the year, n- not so much, or do you kind of try to space them out during the year so that there's always some little activity going on? Well, I do try and space them out so there's uh, some activity going on. I, I'm still, uh, I still have... Uh, uh, quite a bit of footage from this last summer that I uh, am currently editing and I will be posting up uh, on a weekly or bi-weekly basis. Um, I also have a couple winter runs coming up that we'll be attending, uh, possibly one in February and uh, one in March for sure, and we'll be posting up videos uh, from those events also. Do you do anything special? Do you take anything special on the winter runs? I mean, obviously you, you dress differently, but is there any special equipment that you have to have? And I, I'm asking from, from a guy that doesn't see snow very often, so it may, be, <laughs> it may be something that, you know, I guess a shovel would be one thing, but I would think you would have that anyway for the mud. Um, yes, we usually, we usually carry a shovel. We usually carry a little bit bigger shovel 
for the snow. Okay. Uh, but then the other thing that I, I do use in the winter time, uh, if the event permits, there are some events that uh, don't want you to use them, um, but I also have a set of snow chains for all four uh, corners of the wrecker. Now, why wouldn't they want you to use snow chains? Well, some some of them are a little uh, apprehensive on whether or not the chains uh, on a fast-spinning tire uh, are safe, especially in an off-road situation uh, where there might be rocks or something like that underneath the snow Okay, uh, that could damage the chains. And then, of course, come out off of there and be a, a nice projectile. I got you. Yep. Yeah, I would think that would be a no-brainer uh, in the the ice and snow that uh, you'd want chains. But uh, I guess, see, uh, there again, I've never used them, so I don't know. Yeah, in in most situations where where the the driving is low speed, uh, in that off road uh, uh, in the winter time the chains are fine, um, but occasionally when you're when you're uh, when you're playing, uh, you can get a little overzealous sometimes, and there are are some of the clubs or some of the events are a little apprehensive about having that happen. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously you have to go along with uh, with what they want you to do, so. Uh, that's not a problem. I was just uh, just found it a little strange. Uh, what, like I said, with what little I know about the snow and the ice, chain make a it's kind of a no brainer uh, to me. Well, Eric, thank well, you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that the chains definitely do help off road, especially for the wrecker. <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, I would think that extra traction would would really help on uh, uh, on occasion. Well, Eric, yeah. I want I want to thank you a lot for joining us tonight and uh, doing this interview. Certainly. Uh, uh, the first uh, off-road wrecker that we've uh, record driver that we've uh, interviewed here, and uh, I, I want to encourage everybody to go over there to uh, the BSF uh, recovery team. I don't know why I have such a I, I've got a mental block when I say that trying to get it out. Um, <laughs> go over to the BSF recovery team uh, YouTube site and check out those videos. Uh, we'll have uh, at least one, certainly uh, the link uh, for the Facebook and uh, the YouTube uh, in the show notes and. Uh, We'll probably uh, po- poke a couple of those uh, videos up on uh, XJ Talk uh, as well. So, Eric, thanks a lot, and uh, I sure hope your uh, your Christmas and uh, New Year's was good. Well, thank you, Tony, and uh, I appreciate it, and I uh, hope your holidays were uh, were good also in the new year yet to come. Yeah, I was off work for a week and a half. It didn't. It only could be good. The only thing bad about it was uh, going back to work and uh, being used to these afternoon naps. Uh, <laughs> i can't do an afternoon nap at work they frown on that yeah they don't like that and going back to work is tough <laughs> <laughs> well thanks again eric thank you my favorite site is xjtalk xjtalk xjtalk.com it's where you go when you're not off road